Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. The dream is made real! Ricky Hatton rocks the world! How do you like it? How do you like it? I wish I was 50 years younger and I'd kick your ass. It's over! Welcome back, fight fans, to the inaugural episode of Ones to Watch US of A. And I'm delighted for this first episode to be joined by Eric Tyler Tucker. Eric, you're going to introduce yourself onto this show. You're going to tell us your story and let these fans know that are listening a little bit more about yourself. And, and let's find out who Eric is, what you're all about, and, and obviously, more importantly, how you managed to get into this sport. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Well, um, it's a pleasure to be here. My name is Eric Tyler Tucker, um, professional boxer, um, welterweight class, uh, record 7-0 and with seven KOs in the first round. Um, it's definitely a pleasure to be here. Um, really looking forward to it. It's a pleasure having you on, Eric. You know, the first thing that jumps out to me and probably jumps out to the listeners of this show is given as your record, 7-0, and seven KOs in the first round. That's uh, that's quite some feat. That's quite some feat, and I'm I'm sure we'll get to that. But I think most importantly, what what we want to know is a little bit more about you. Uh, and to do that, I'd love to know like where it all began for you. Like, what was your earliest memories of of this sport, and and how it helped you transition into it? Um. So about back in about 20, uh, 2015, um, I became an amateur and um, out in Los Angeles, California. Um, where I was born and raised. And um, I came across a great coach named Kevin Morgan. He's a two-time world champion and a Hall of Famer. Um, I came across him and um, we were able to, you know, come come to the drawing board and be able to plan out the future for me, meaning as far as an amateur. So um, I had my first amateur fight. I trained for about a good year. Um, my first time getting into boxing, meaning hands-on and we trained for about a year, um, 2016. We started to look for um, some amateur bouts out in California, especially where I'm from in uh, Los Angeles. Um, we have many day shows, um, which are held on a weekend. So um, it took us a little bit of time, but 2017, December 17th, actually was when it all started for me. It was my first amateur fight at TG Boxing Gym off of Manchester and Broadway in uh, Los Angeles, California. And um, I was able to secure my first win. Um, I fought in the amateurs at 180 pounds um, when I first started. 
um, had no idea about, you know, weight cuts or nothing of that sort. So um, I went in and um, I had a had a great performance my first time out. And um, from there, I felt um, I, I vowed to never look back um, to always uh, pursue, uh, you know, the the road of greatness. So um, I took uh, took everything and uh, put it put everything in as far as moving forward with the sport of boxing. Um, I ended up having a, a beautiful amateur career. Um, it was short because of my age. I was 27 at the time when I turned amateur. Um, I had a, a great five fights into the Golden Glove tournament, um, which I did not win. I actually lost in the uh, semifinals um, due to a point system and, and how not. Uh, I came out. I didn't let that uh, keep my head down. I came out and uh, started to spar with some of uh, the best that I've known of in Los Angeles at the time. And um, I started to transition to be able to turn my pro career. And now I'm here now um, at 7-0 and with seven knockouts first round. It's really, it's really interesting, you know, you're giving us a snapshot of, of what's been going on uh, and how you've led to where you are. I'm, I'm quite interested to know, like, why so late and why boxing? Why did you start the sport so, so late? Uh, and what is it about boxing that, that led you down this path? Um, well, I've always been into boxing. A majority of my family on my dad's side um, is back from Kansas City, Missouri, which is the Midwest. And um, my great-grandfather, Ned, was actually into boxing, actually held uh, golden gloves back in Kansas City during his time. Um, he's passed on now. But um, I've always been kind of in in the, you know, the realm of, of boxing. But I've, I was a big football player coming up. And um, my dream was to go to, you know, the NFL, had a great high school uh, career, a great college career. And um, I had kids. Um, I had two. I, I have three beautiful children, two girls and one boy. And um, it was just best for me, again, as a man, to be able to take care of my children. And boxing fell into my lap. Um, I walked into a gym. And like I said, I, I came across Kevin Morgan. And he seen a special talent in me. Um, didn't know much, but I did have a lot of great attributes, very athletic. And from there, we were able to mold some things um, in the beginning that helped me be able to further branch out and become where I am now. So what's the transition been like for you then, Eric, given that you had a, a relatively short amateur career and started quite late on? How, how have you found that transition? It seems like to me you found it pretty straightforward. You know, that record speaks for itself already at this stage of your career but I want to know from you because obviously you said you're quite an athletic person you wanted to get into the NFL you, you, you've always been involved in sports in some capacity so how did you find training to be a professional footballer as opposed to training to be a boxer? Um, I, I feel as if and I'm Muslim by the way so I always feel that you know man is judged by um, how he faces, you know, adversity. And um, for me, stepping into the boxing realm, um, I felt was at first just listening to it was a little bit of, um, you know, hardship coming in. But anything that has a little bit of hardship uh, holds more value and it's worth more value. So again, when I got into it, um, I did have the chance to be able to work with very high class and great, uh, great class coaches. So learning from that, and being in that environment, um, don't get me wrong. I will never, I will never lie to you and say that it was, you know, just a, a, a easy walkthrough. 
but it was definitely something to be able to call challenging for myself that I love being able to adapt to. So it was something that I fell in love with, um, nothing that I shied away from. Um, me being in it, um, I was able to excel at it, being around those uh, elite coaches and fighters of the era in that time. So I looked at it as a big, beautiful uh, joy and smile and a, and a great task to be able to take on. Took it on with all smiles and been able to, to learn every step of the way, um, even the things that, um, excuse me, uh, that we feel as if we should break as far as bad habits. Um, just being able to have that thought process to having something to look forward to, to become 1% better every day was my, uh, all of my fuel to be able to come where I am now. So I want to talk about your professional career so far. Um, the transition has obviously been pretty pretty well for you uh it seems to have been going pretty well yes. it's quite it's it, it seems for me looking on the outside in uh as, as as an outsider it looks like things are going the way you want them to go and obviously uh you know not yes. to put you down as a because i've mentioned you've started late in the sport i mean there's no real age limit in this day and age we've seen we've seen some fighters go on uh, many many years uh, I think I, I always allude to the great Bernard Hopkins and the way he lived such a clean life <laughs> he was able to do what yes. he did for such a long time um, but age ain't nothing but a number and you're you're already making an impact in the sport and you're already going to to these different levels and these opponents are getting more difficult as time goes on is there always been a plan in place since you've turned professional to to move up a level a little bit faster than say you know like a 21 year old prospect would um definitely i do understand that where i'm starting off in my career that nothing will be given to me so i do have to be able to go and um put everyone on notice that i am here and i i am now a serious prospect um to be able to look out for so yeah definitely i do know that there will be um times that versus a 21 year old that i have to be able to step up and take those things excuse me those opportunities as they come right in the air but from the work that i put in the great coach that i have the great manager jason that i have i know that you know through all the work that we will definitely be ready whenever that time presents itself. So you mentioned about Jason, you've mentioned about the coaches that you're with, uh, you, you've started to step things up on a serious level now because you're starting to become involved with people that have got a, a genuine passion and interest in the sport and want to look after the, the fighters that they handle. So I'd be interested to hear from you in the sense that, you know, from when you started, to where you are now and the, the sort of moves that you are making outside of the ring to impact your career inside the ring. Uh, to me, it seems like you are taking it very, very seriously and it's a statement of intent yes. to where you want to go in this in this boxing career. Um, for, for me, um, I'm now being coached by uh, Kenny Wack, which is a great coach, uh, a great veteran, has been around for a long time. Uh, Jason as well, he's been around uh, for quite some time and have dealt with a lot of great fighters, managed as well. So being with these guys and being with the the, the work ethic around me in my gym, I'm at Buddy McGurch's gym, and uh, which is called Blue Moon and uh, the Valley, uh, Sherman Oak. So it's um, definitely uh, something that I've always looked forward to, um, making that different transition, being with these guys, I'm able to get in the work. Um, with these top elite fighters to be able to transition. I do see myself um, world champion 
um, one day. And I know that it will come very, very soon with uh, all the hard work that we're putting in um, and with the people that I have moving my career. Also, as well, take all of this time to be able to learn. I'm not too big. Uh, excuse me. I'm not uh, big headed or too big as far as to myself to learn something every day from all fighters, from all coaches. Like I said, not even from verbal, just by being able to be a spectator and pick up things. So um, moving forward, I do see myself having a beautiful career. Um, it's not all about the money. Um, most of the fighters nowadays look at the revenue and which that's fine. But also, I'm doing this because I love it to be able to give my family my family's last name, some type of legacy and which will be a beautiful legacy. So for the benefit of people that don't know a lot about you other than what you've explained so far, in terms of your boxing career, just just let us know which division is it you are campaigning in at the moment? Um, right now, 147, the welterweight division, I am moving down. I was at junior welterweight, which was at 154, but now currently going down to 147. So the welterweight division at the moment is, it's got some great stars in it, as we know, but it feels like we're crying out for new breakout stars. It feels like a lot of the old guard have moved on and we're left with fighters that are maybe coming towards the end of their careers, uh, fighters that are not being able to fight each other for one reason or another. And for me, as a fan, as well as a podcast host, it feels like we need a breath of fresh air. It feels like we need people like you to come through uh, and start to excite the welterweight division once again. And this is this is a perfect opportunity. You know, you, you're moving at a, a relatively decent pace within your career. You be you're at, you're quite active in the ring, of course. Barring the pandemic, you know, you've been quite an active fighter as well. So. Going forward, in terms of your aspirations for, say, the next 12 months, where, how do you see this next year going? And, and ideally, where would you want to be by the end of it? Um, I see myself at the end of this year at 11-0. Um, and 0. Um, We're looking to have uh, four beautiful fights this year, um, 2022. Um, at the end of 2022, I would love to see myself at a higher rank, of course and uh, more noticeable in the boxing division, um, making those next moves come uh, 2023 to be looking to uh, show our skills on a, uh, a major platform, uh, Matchroom, uh, Showtime, uh, uh, PBC, uh, whoever may accept us, top rank, whoever accepts us um, at the time, um, to be able to uh, further showcase my skill and be able to let the boxing world know that there is a new a breath of fresh air, like you said, out here, um, and I'm coming strong. So you mentioned earlier about you being a father, you being a family man. What what other things outside of the sport do you, do you get involved in? Is there any particular projects that you're involved in? Uh, are you working aside from boxing as well? Do you do you have to go out and work, or are you are you supported well enough uh, to be able to do this full time? Um, well, currently right now, um, I am working a job currently um, since the pandemic had happened um, for this past two years. Um, everybody, you know, you know, everyone's been kind of laid off, you know, due to the pandemic. So right now they're making a decision whether um, to let us come back. Um, they stopped unemployment and things of that sort. So, again, I have a beautiful family. I have a beautiful wife. Um, my son, he's an active football player. He's a youth football player. He's 12 years old. He actually turns 12. 
uh, this Friday, February 11th. So I've been working with him um, outside of being in boxing. I'm a Muslim, so I'm um, giving back to the community. Make sure that I, uh, number one, give my Lord and uh, all the praise um, to everything that I do. So just, again, to be able to be more grounded, uh, more uh, self-meditation, just to be able to deal with everything, just to be able to unwind from the world. Um, other than that, like I said, uh, I'm, I'm in the right direction, uh, looking to uh, eventually make make it on that platform to where I don't have to, uh, you know, work a regular nine to five uh, to be able to give my career the further aspirations that, that is needed. Have you always been a religious man or did religion find you? Uh, yes, I have been. Yes. Um, uh, my parents grew up a Christian um, over the time and so was I. I went to a Catholic school as well. And as I, be, uh, excuse me, transitioned to adulthood, um, I was able to go out on my own and, uh, you know, further do my investigation and research. And I came across Islam, which has been very beautiful for me. Um, it was something that I felt that fit me. Um, and ever since I made that transition four years ago, I've been a Muslim now four years. Um, my life has been beautiful. That's all praise to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And does having a, the religion of Islam have any impact on your boxing career i know obviously during the year they have certain celebrations um which involve moments where you have to fast fast from uh from dusk till dawn and you're not able to eat until later on in the evening forgive me uh if i sound a little bit yeah, yeah. towards that but i know that i have many people I've yeah, worked with myself, so i'm just curious to know how that's uh if if it does have any impact on you or, or how you manage that being a professional boxer in terms of the the weight management um me being muslim um and doing all of my religious beliefs meaning uh meaning ramadan um uh, being able to fast it's all uh structure and discipline so it's all about the mind, um, meaning how strong are you mentally uh, for me when it comes to that. Um, for, for me, it's, uh, I don't want to sound cliche, but it's very easy. Um, and meaning I have a very strong mental, I believe in my God. I've been able to understand that with fasting um, for those periods of hours brings me more clarity. So again, with my prayers, it's been uh, beautiful. I've actually fought during uh, the month of Ramadan and I actually had to fast during uh, training camp and things of that sort. So um, don't get me wrong, in the beginning, it was a little rough, uh, meaning, of course, you want water and things of that sort to be able to replenish yourself. But also, too, there are, are safe ways we wake up uh, before Fajr, before our first prayer, be able to uh, have something to eat. You know, again, it's all about discipline. If you're able to sacrifice and get up, you know, and and make yourself something to eat before your first prayer and then be able to fast throughout the day. It's always ways to be able to, uh, you know, be able to go along with it. So definitely, man, I love it. Uh, my religion based, my prayers um, have touched a lot of people, meaning outside fans wise. So when I have fought in different uh, venues, um, I have had other Muslims around the world attend and uh, it's a beautiful feeling. It's no, no, no better feeling. Now, in terms of your your professional career, I always refer to sponsorships being a big part of a boxer's career because I know, I know how much it can and attribute to a fighter's success when they have that support from from companies that maybe want to invest in a professional fighter and provide them maybe you know additional support in some way, shape, or form to allow them to take their career to the next level. So. 
do you have any sponsors at the moment, Eric? And 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 if you do, obviously it's the opportunity to to mention them. But if you don't, let us know where you, they could find you and get in contact with you. Um, no, definitely. Actually, right now, no, I don't have any current sponsors, but um, can definitely. I have an Instagram at three the hard way um, on Instagram. The number three T H A um, H A R D W A Y. Um, again, uh, uh, you know, I'm open to all sponsors. Um, any any sponsors, please um, do not hesitate to be able to contact. And it definitely will be shown on a great platform. So I appreciate you guys and thank you. So the final thing for me really is a question that might seem a little bit cliche to you, but as a professional boxer at this point of your career, in terms of the ultimate ambitions, ultimate goal, it might sound a silly question, but I would love to know what what are your ultimate ambitions? Is it becoming world champion? Is it becoming financially secure? Or is it a bit of both? Um, a bit of both, but mainly to be able to to be able to build legacy. I'd, like I said for my last name, I want to be able to give something for my family, my children, to be able to go and the world, my fans as well, to be able to go back and be able to look up whether it's twenty years, thirty years from now, to be able to go back and look up Eric Tyler Tucker and understand that he was definitely number one, a great man. Number two, a great, great fighter. And also three, again, a stand-up community, man, something, something, someone that uh, someone, everyone should be able to look up to and be able to follow beyond. It's going to be really interesting following your career over the next 12 months and probably next two to three years. It's been great to have you on and thank you for sharing a little part of your story. They always say don't share too much at this stage because when you get bigger, when things get better... The big companies come calling. The big money comes calling. But it's great that you've given us the time to talk about your career and your transition into the sport and, and where you're at and where you want to go. Uh, because ultimately what, what we do and what this show is all about is to try and let people understand who you are. And, and now they know a little bit more about you. They'll be able to go and follow you on your journey through social media, through the channels that you've already told us, and get to see you in action. I know your fights are available to see on the internet, so if anybody does want to go and watch them, they can do that and get a sort of feel for for who you are in the ring and, and then be able to sort of tune into you a little bit more as, as fights come up. Uh, so it has been a great, great time to speak to you, and I really appreciate the opportunity to speak to you at this early stage of your career and I really hope that things go the way you want them to go and we'll all, we're all going to be looking out for you now and we're going to be looking forward to seeing how your career progresses. Thank you so much and it's a pleasure being on the show. Thank you again for having me and again my Instagram is uh, the number three T-H-A-H-A-R-D-W-A-Y three the hard way and again I appreciate you guys and be looking out. Uh, hopefully everything goes secure. We'll be back in the ring uh, April 30th in Philadelphia at the 2300 Arena. So uh, see you guys then and uh, thank you and I appreciate you guys for all the love and support.
Podcast Network.